I promise if you are listening to this podcast right now, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make a lot of sense. But I drank, I'm drinking something and it's doing weird things to me. I have my notes in front of me, but it, I'm just, I'm in the wave. I'm not in the waves, I'm in the clouds. That's how I feel. And this is the effect of drinking something before eating. I don't know why I keep doing this, but it's just my way of making sure I test out what, um, like, I want to feel the effect of what I'm drinking. So, bear with me. We're about to start the podcast. You're about to go into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why I'm singing. Okay, we move. Welcome to the Something Bookish Podcast, episode 00. Why am I saying 00? Okay. <laughs> Take two. <clears throat> Welcome to the Something Bookish Podcast, episode 12. I'm your host, Amin. Like, my name is Amin. So, oh man, I didn't start the intro well. Shit. Okay. Take three. Hi readers, my name is Amin and welcome to the Something Bookish Podcast episode 2. Got it. (laughs) This is a podcast where we drink and talk about books and reading and you guys, for my my repeat customers, I'm going to have a guest. We're going to have a guest very soon. In like the next episode, I'm going to have a guest and we're going to talk about books and we're going to drink and it's going to be a fun time. So... Welcome to the podcast, y'all. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I hope it was a friend who referred you, but if you just found your way here, I mean, what were you looking for, though? I'm, I'm glad you're here, but what were you looking for, really, that just brought you here? Most of the time, I just get referrals, you know, because I'm good like that. People just, people refer me. If I was an escort, I would be drowning in business you know because that's how I biz <laughs> that's how I do my things oh my god oh you guys welcome to the podcast I'm so excited to have you here and I apologize that last week there was no episode I had some technical difficulties apparent no what had happened was um oh sorry about the sniffing thing um yeah i usually have the sniffles at this time of the day so we're going to have to deal with it i'm just hoping that i don't even sneeze during the episode so you're just going to have to deal with my sniffles i have a terrible nose issue my nose is very sensitive and sometimes things just happen so yeah um what was what was i saying i was going to say something fuck uh oh yeah technical difficulties i had technical difficulties and that's why there was no episode last week and what had happened was i had used up all my alcohol to record um, another podcast that i do with my friend karachi which is the litty podcast i used up all my alcohol for that so when it was time to record the something bookish podcast i had nothing and i had not gone to the store so i couldn't record and there's no way I can do this without alcohol because, to be honest, I'm a really shy person and I don't think I can keep talking for that long. 
without alcohol in my system it's kind of like dancing like i can dance for a really long time but when there's no alcohol in me i'm i'm not i'm not a dancer at all so yeah that's why there was no podcast last week but i'm here and i have a full stock of alcohol so we're gonna be good and ready because we are soon going to be entering october which is my birth month so uh you guys october is going to be wild who knows i might have a blackout during an episode and i'm just going to leave it like that we're going to have a live on instagram i cannot wait for that i'm going to be having a live with the Liti podcast and karachi and i'm going to be having a live for my birthday though my birthday falls on a thursday this year but i'm going to be having a live on the tuesday before my birthday because you know we drop an episode on tuesday aka tipsy tuesdays for those of you who don't know my birthday is on october 15th so note that down in case you want to send me a message or you want to just you know holla at your girl or send me some wine or some books <laughs> okay now i'm just rambling we have a topic okay hold on i just need to I'm so thirsty lord Whew. okay so in this episode uh well today we're going to be talking about five reading habits that we all need to kick from our lives and you you might think there are things you know but you might not know this because i've taken the time to research these bad habits and my job here is to help all of us become better readers and bad habits do not allow us read because what they kind of do is like close our minds so yeah that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we continue i promised you guys some arcade festival gist these are like insider info that you will not get from anybody else because i don't know maybe people find some non nda but i didn't find any nda so i'm just gonna i'm gonna blab uh so First of all, last Monday, that's September 14th, I went to record my book chat with Okechiku Uzelu, who is the writer of The Private Joys of Nena Maloney. I was so nervous, you guys. Like, my recording was at 8 a.m. and I was having bad dreams that I woke up late, I forgot my questions. So by 2 a.m., I was already up, like, ready because i had to leave my house for six i'm living in lagos so oh my god i feel a snake coming shit who is coming oh my god it's coming oh fuck it's coming oh it's not it's not coming did i just sneak it away yeah it's not coming oh shit okay so i live in lagos you have to like time yourself well so that you can make it to wherever you're going oh my god it's coming again excuse me oh okay my bad i will see if i can take this out of editing but <laughs> fuck demons it will not work i'm gonna record this podcast you cannot take my joy away okay this podcast will be recorded what was i talking about in lagos you need to arrange your life because of the time of traffic and all of that so 
I was up by 2 a.m. and I was so scared like I'm gonna fuck this up I'm gonna fuck this up I'm gonna fuck this up because I told y'all last episode that I'm not like the literary intellectual type speaking person so I was already worried that I was going to fuck things up and I'm not going to ask like the right questions or whatever but everybody kept calming me down like don't worry you'll be fine you is fine you is fine I'm like okay if you guys say so I mean if you fucks up that's that's you on you guys it's not on me but I was up at 2 a.m. I was so worried so what I did is around 4 I did some yoga I have downloaded an app on my phone for yoga something daily yoga or something I will put the link of that in uh, the show notes so I did some yoga and then I engaged my B.O.B. to handle some of my needs <laughs> ease my tension by the way for those of you who don't know a B.O.B. is a battery operated boyfriend okay all right good this is a family podcast <laughs> what the fuck I mean no it's not a family podcast <laughs> so yeah I can act- that's true it's not a family podcast I can actually tell you so after I did some yoga I masturbated to ease some of my tension and then I had a shower got ready and the recording went really nice I was so happy there was like two false starts because some technical issues but I think it went really well because the tech people were saying they were also going to go and look for the book and I was like oh my god that's so cool I'm gonna encourage you guys to read and stuff so yeah and then the insider info I got is that um, the Ake festival might actually be on DSTV they are currently in talks to use the festival channels on DSTV so it might also be on TV you guys for those who haven't registered but you should register okay register for Ake festival it is free this year I'm going to also add a link in the show notes so please register the day my book chat is going to air is on October 23rd I will also put the time there in the show notes so that you know when to get ready and set your alarm and all of that but yeah I think it went really well if I do say so myself I think I looked weird the dress I had in mind did not come out the way I wanted to on camera I was going to show a little boob but it was a v-neck dress and it wasn't as booby as I expected I was going to show a lot more boob you guys like I was gonna give you guys the boobs but apparently you're just gonna get like some hints hints of boob I hope you can manage there's always next year so or maybe I'll just take another picture on Instagram and show you guys boobies cuz boobies are nice <laughs> oh god I don't even know what I'm saying anymore so yeah um, that's it on AK festival update and what I've been up to uh, what am I yes I should talk about what I've been drinking um, so I got an early birthday present from one of my admirers it's uh oh fuck the bottle is not with me right now because i'm recording in the car as usual but it's a japanese whiskey and uh, i think it's hibiki hibiki or something i don't know i'm not doing brand endorsements for anybody but this is like one of the best whiskeys I have ever had in my entire life this is good stuff 
I mean, and the person told me not to drink too much at the goal because, you know, it's pricey. And I'm like, okay, I still haven't Googled how much the fuck the drink is, but what's my problem? You bought the drink, I will drink it how I want, you know, because I'm a full grown woman. Yeah, that's how we roll. But this whiskey, you guys, it's so smooth. Like, you can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it all over your mouth. And it just, it just, it's not one of those drinks that scatter in the body. That is not an alcohol that scatters in different parts of your body. This one goes straight down to your legs. You think you're about to walk. I mean, you think it's not hitting you until you stand up and you're about to walk and you're like, whoa, I actually don't have legs. <laughs> you know it tastes really nice it's smooth some people don't like whiskey so you can always do like you can do you can do whiskey and coke you know but this one i feel like because of how nice and smooth and rich the taste is i feel like it some someone from someone from the orient is going to slap me with a fan if I if I do the mistake of pouring um coke inside this whiskey. So I'm just going to enjoy it the way it is. But yeah, that's that's what I'm going to be indulging in for today's episode. I hope you guys are ready because I am ready to talk about the bad habits we need to kick out of our reading lives. Okay? Alright. Let's talk books, shall we? we're talking about five reading habits we need to kick out of our reading lives and how consumer culture identity politics and a narrowing class of readers are changing how we approach novels yeah right now i think we all know that reading is is not a pastime especially in this part of the world it's not a national pastime but the good news the good news (laughs) the good news <laughs> okay, the good news is that younger people are reading more than ever, and not surprisingly, an increase an increased amount of their reading. Actually, oh my god, I sound like a frog. She, now the sneezing as the the sniffing as. Let me take some. I feel like the sniffing has increased and my, my um, I feel like my voice is sounding weird. I'm sorry, but we're just going to have to get through this podcast because I need, I need this information must be shared. Okay? Okay. So, um, where was I? Oh, fuck. I hate when this happens. Okay. So, uh, I was saying something about younger people are reading more now and... An increased amount of their reading happens on ebooks. I mean, I'm not talking about people who are pirating books because you should not be pirating books, okay? You have access to so many online reading options. You have Scribd, you have Kindle, you have Kobo books, you have Okada books. There are so many. And you need to, like, make sure you subscribe or buy your books because writers need to get paid for all the hard work that they're doing, yeah? Now so um my problem no not my problem i think the issue is is not whether the act of reading will survive 
I think it will. Um, but rather, I'm just wondering what it will become as most book clubs become increasingly clustered or not clustered, cloistered. That's the word, cloistered. And my worry is that as reading becomes less of a populist endeavor, you know, as it becomes an activity attributed to increasingly solitary group you know so okay this is what I'm trying to say I hope I'm making sense at this point I feel like the the the, uh, the less reading becomes like oh it's cool to read it's cool to read and the more it becomes like something you do for your own self I, I worry that our concerns and conversations about reading may grow increasingly to the cost consumer demands of such different groups because book clubs have like energies and vibes and I worry that sometimes the conversations that people are having would be based on or will be feeding off the vibe of their book clubs and stuff because more book clubs are actually growing I, I mean I can already see signs of this happening I mean two other book clubs and sometimes the kind of conversations we have I'm like you guys know like we can't okay let me be specific too many of us are more interested in a book's intended audience than what the author is actually trying to say it's like we are more interested in cheating novels as indictments of the author's worldview or as primers to sort of reinforce our own instead of seeing them as investigations into the human experience you know we are we're sort of increasingly wary of what sort of figurative hats we get to wear by reading novels and less interested in what happens when we read novels does that make sense i hope it makes sense it kind of made sense in my head when i said it (laughs) so we have gotten lazy we have picked up some bad habits from advertising our our cultural style which has trained generations of readers to look into to look at the arts the same way we would shop for a brand of jeans or a used car you know like that's how people pick books now we are obsessed with identity over meaning label over substance we followed our university's creed of critical discourse by focusing on social protocol and identity politics over craft for some of us it seems like the idea of enjoying a good story is the last thing we look for in a story anymore do you know what i mean so um now i'm going to talk about the five common bad reading habits to show you exactly what i mean are you ready do you have your drink am i making sense do you feel like you feel like we're getting in the zone am i preaching to you <laughs> what the fuck okay so problem number one expressing frustration that the characters don't represent you 
like if you're a regular on bookstagram this is like a very common thing you see in reviews and also on goodreads like people say this thing a lot like like they're upset that the characters don't represent them like they can't see themselves in the book now okay um so we live in an identity obsessed world and it was hardly insightful when author and commentator uh tory some tory guy uh talked about the television show girls because it's a show about white trust fund girls living somewhere in america that features no black characters and i'm like what did you ex- why would why would there be black characters there there's it doesn't make any sense and this kind of this kind of problem it's like the way people talk about friends and how there were no black people i mean let's be honest there like there's you could not have written black people into friends it's just it wouldn't have fit like you don't have to put every single person into every single place because we don't exist in all the spaces does that does that make sense so i feel like this kind of debate is inescapable nowadays we've moved beyond calls for racial or gender equality into the arts and now ask that our stories serve as a sort of where's waldo kind of gesturing representation you know even in cases where it would reveal the narrator's hand for making them sometimes you just know that they forced this they forced this writer to just he had to do like a diversity check or something so when discussing works of fiction it's increasingly common to hear some variation of the following uh as x i feel that y character didn't represent me or as an x i feel that y book doesn't represent me (sighs) here's the problem characters are not supposed to represent you novels aren't census reports okay they're not marketing campaigns a story's character are supposed to be individuals not types characters exist to subvert reader expectations they should they should always appear as if they exist on their own terms not serve an, as an ambassador for some pre-existing sect outside the book the only people they have the duty to represent are themselves so anytime readers find themselves being clued in on what types the story's characters are it's because the writer has delivered some tropes with whom the reader can easily identify in other words the worst part about readers who fall for representative fiction is that they are rewarding cliche and that's not good once a character becomes a standing for a pre-existing demographic that character has failed to do his or her job and that's just me i I don't what do you guys think what do you think about that let me know okay you can always you can always chat me up i feel like this is the episode where you guys finally talk to me on social media because i'm always begging you guys to like holler at me tell me what you thought so let me know about that you know when people say characters don't represent them yeah oh fuck now i'm sneezing need to take like a little shot there are five problems and that's just one 
my god there's so much talking to go through how do people do this thing like they just keep talking and talking and talking and now oh. if i was married like walking from home i'll be like after this podcast i am gonna get fucked because this alcohol is still been do- doing things so my lady bits okay we move uh so problem number two this is another bad habit i say bad habit <laughs> okay i'm going to put my head on because anytime i'm putting my head down it's like the sneezing is the sniffles not the sneezing the sniffles okay so problem number two is oh yeah that feels better Ooh, what am i saying I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Oh, number two, problem number two. So, problem number two. Confusing the writer for the narrator or one of the characters. People do this a lot. Because even me, I'm guilty of it. Because there's a book I read and I was like, this guy's such a fucking misogynist. And like, the writing was weird. I'm like, if a woman wrote this book, would I be this upset? I don't know but yeah I think it's a bad habit that we need to kick off and if you ask anyone who has taught a fiction workshop they will tell you that sooner or later the instructor is forced to explain that the beliefs or attitudes expressed in a story as revealed by its narrator or cast of characters are not revelations of a writer's personal agenda though some people really do feel that way I mean, it seems like an easy concept, yeah, but you hear it all the time. Uh, some people say Hemingway promotes misogyny or Nabokov condones pedophilia. These charges aren't levied against the author for anything they've done in their personal lives, mind you, but as a result of the themes they've broached in their narratives. On one hand, it's an understandable position because you read a book where one of the characters possess some abhorrent view and you can't help but wonder if the author is expressing it by proxy however to believe this would miss entirely the point of what characters are characters and stories good ones anyway exist because they embody ideas unlike people in the real world characters exist necessarily they are dictated by a single identifiable motivation and equally specific characterization most of us i'm sorry to say are documented (laughs) by i don't know a confused by some confused goals and unexceptional accomplishments yet thankfully almost none of us can be reduced to a single one-track motivation we don't possess those on the mark characteristics we find in fictional characters in part because we are not fashioned as a performance to be to be viewed by others does that make sense what i just said because right now i feel like i'm spitting like i'm spitting the word and I might play back this thing and it sounds like shit and then discover we have no episode because I've just been blabbing for the last 
how many minutes for the last couple of minutes and we don't want that so do let me know if i'm making sense okay tweet at me instagram me or send me a message i mean if you google something bookish i'm sure you can find my phone number or something so yeah but don't call okay so we move on to the third bad habit that we need to kick and i've seen this a lot you human beings now claiming that a profession or trade industry or subculture featured in the book isn't really like that in real life (laughs) Ah, because you people know it all that's the problem you always think you know it all okay now narrative authority is a funny thing in order for the spell or the magic of fiction to work writers need to convince readers that what's happening on the page is something that could happen that the story accounts for a reasonably realistic experience at least enough to suspend the reader disbelief yeah however there's also an undeniable performance aspect to fiction for example god i feel so smart today you're on fire i mean okay so for example sometimes a writer defamiliarizes an industry or trade for the purpose of making a comment about it or to bridge some thematic connection in the work i doubt most professors offer lectures like the ones in white noise have you read white noise and i doubt paint factories <laughs> are similar are similar to liberty paint in invisible man and i doubt that um have have you seen um confessions confessions of a london of an escort yeah i doubt that how it really happens though that's a movie example but you know you get my point now none of this matters because the trades discussed in this works are used to turn the plot to evolve our understanding of the characters and to raise the stakes of the stories okay not to document the world outside the book this is not a history lesson now the only truth a writer owes is to his or her characters and the logical framework of the narrative not to ascend to some unimpeachable state of ah what's the word there's this word i want to use i want to use this big english um start with a v let me open thesaurus i'm gonna open a thesaurus now hopefully the internet is not gonna fuck me up fuck me up aha got it so um the writer is not supposed like to ascend to some unimpeachable state of verisimilitude oh god i love that word i've always wanted to use it so what i'm saying is it's it kind of degrades your writer to research but if only to preserve that illusion of believe believe believability so the reader can better fall under the story's magic okay so if you're a teacher and you're reading a book about a teacher sometimes just chill and enjoy the book don't dissect the job okay the person has narrative authority they can twist and turn it's just except if you like 
so completely out of the box and even if it's so completely out of the box ask yourself why it is so completely out of the box is it like is it helping the story is it moving the story forward think about that a little bit before you're like oh the way the person describes a teacher in this book doesn't make any sense in real life so the book is shit okay all right we need to take those kind of bad habits away (sighs) oh lord i am talking a lot today jesus i feel like i'm delivering a ted talk or something all right so num are we on number four or number three number four or number three number four or number three i think we're number four okay whichever number we are now this is another bad habit you need to take expressing that you feel morally conflicted about a character (laughs) hey you guys you guys you guys so if you need proof that this world is still a (laughs) hypocritical society look no further than the fact that we need to grade characters in books in films and tv shows primarily on a moral scale good people on one end bad people on the other end needless to say a well dramatized good character is always a little bad and a well character a well dramatized bad character is always a little good it is incredibly common to hear someone express frustration that they are conflicted about a character that they can't decide if he or she's a good person in other words and and they always say it like it's a bad thing as though a character is a product they've taken home and are now forced to like deal with buyer's remorse and okay right so here's the thing you are supposed to feel conflicted about a character i mean remember patsy by nicole and it's then remember remember patsy or queenie remember queenie as i said earlier yeah characters work best when they are subverting the expectations of the reader when they confront or even confuse a reader's proclivity to judge them after all a reader that simply i mean a story that simply sets up a character and then spends the remainder of the narrative reaffirming our initial impressions kind of sounds boring doesn't it i mean it's boring when you think about a character who just like acts the way you are they are supposed to act in real life. i mean it's boring give it a drop what give it a drop wow i mean really on the road okay um so yeah let let it go okay it's okay to be conflicted about characters that's that's what characters do they like force you to they confuse you they confront you even if a character is badly written which is just annoying like think about why that character is so badly written then there's always some even in a bad book there's always something to learn okay now this is my favorite bad habit that you need to kick out being afraid to step outside your comfort zone my god you need to get out of your comfort zone oh not all books are the same 
different authors tackle different subject matters differently and with different voices with different characters and different narrative strategies to elicit different responses and of course readers are different too some of us want nothing but nicola sparks braid pillow talk and others think anything less than what's his name the 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 asian Murakami you know some people think anything less than Murakami is just is just shaky it's dead and they won't do that so my point is this try diversifying your reading habits I think this this is my own goal in life I mean aside from wanting, wanting people to read more I want people to diversify their reading habits you are going to get more joy out of reading if you stop looking for the same qualities in every book yes i get it this book was a five star but if you keep reading books that are just the same you're just going to keep putting yourself inside one box and you're not really learning anything you're not expanding your mind if you keep reading the same books that are going to give you the same results so writing off all books with dense language <laughs> is just is as pretentious as as misguided as assuming all works that employ simple journalistic sentences are poorly written i mean i know someone who who believes uh only books with like dense and flowery language are like serious adult literature and this person looks down on people who read things like uh from marianne keys or or james patterson or you know simple simple straight to the point language and you're as pretentious as those people so what's the point open your mind sometimes you know spread it out today you read murakami tomorrow you read talia hubert next tomorrow you're reading adichie another time you're reading my sister the serial killer you know mix it up you know go hard go soft go rough go smooth go wet go dry no never go dry that's that's not nice you should never go dry except when you're having a martini (laughs) oh my god so you know widen your perimeters stop reading works that merely feedback your worldview it's it's boring and don't complain that the writer is making you work what's the problem with that do you want them like are you supposed to have a glossary to explain every single thing in the book are you a baby no you're not so take the time to think about what the writer is doing ask yourself why is he or she making use of a certain element and what effect it has on the story okay read slowly listen to the language try to think not only about what happens but how something feels are you getting me there's a big difference between bad language and new language and this is a special announcement to editors who are working on nigerian books you need to learn nigerian english okay there is there is a difference between saying uh the light was seized or they just took the light both of them are correct by the way they just took the light is a grammatically correct sentence in nigerian english which is a thing so you have to open yourself you know to different types of speaking 
and i think it's because of this i'm going to pick um this book the girl with the louding voice people have spoken a lot about that because the english is not the normal pigeon that we're used to so i'm going to read that book and do a review on the podcast hopefully i do that in october if someone would be nice enough to buy the book for me before i buy it because <laughs> i'm tired of buying books i just want to be gifted books and yeah we have got to the end of the podcast and if I've convinced you to identify these bad habits and drop them, let me know. If there are some other bad habits that you think readers have, let me know. Okay? Alright, great. Hey readers, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love to hear or read about what you think are other bad habits that we readers need to get rid of and you can do that by sending me a message on twitter my handle is at lip gloss mafia that's l-i-p-g-l-o-s-s-m-a-f-f-i-a so subscribe now on any platform that you are listening to me on you can subscribe on apple Podcasts. you can subscribe on google Podcasts. i don't know about spotify but i think you can subscribe so that you would not miss next week <laughs> next week <laughs> so that you will not miss out on next week's episode because you get notifications and stuff so yeah i'm available on google podcast apple podcast spotify and other streaming platforms if you're on instagram send me a message there at lip plus mafia or the show's account which is at something bookish that's something underscore underscore bookish I share great content on both of these places so you can follow me on all of the places because my personal Instagram page which is at Lipgloss Mafia I'm planning to start showing boobs and thighs so brace yourself okay the change is coming the change might be coming with my birthday on October 15th but we'll see if you enjoyed the show today please spread the word by spreading the book love and you can do that by rating me on apple Podcasts. the reason why you should rate and review me on apple Podcasts is so that more people can read or find out about the show or you can share this podcast on your social media platforms share it on your instagram stories and tag me at lip gloss mafia so thank you in advance i appreciate it and i appreciate you for listening dear reader that's it for this episode Thank you so much for listening and like Jim Ron said, reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading everyone. XOXO. XO.